What's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Highlight Reel. As you see, I have a special, special episode. I have this is the biggest episode I've done ever. Um, but today I gotta get some friends together because we're gonna be talking about, you know, love, relationships, all those things around Valentine's Day. And we're gonna see where this conversation goes. I don't know where it's gonna go. Yes, I'm like the moderator, but here we go. So everybody go ahead and introduce yourself. We're gonna go this way. Starting with me. Yeah. Uh, it's your boy Serge. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Okay, go ahead. Um, my name Kayla, and I'm the host of Back to Reality podcast. Yes, ma'am. I'm Kimmy, also known as Kimmy Baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm Tori. Follow me on Instagram at Only One Tori. Watch my poetry. I talk about love all the time. Facts, facts. My name is Khalil, aka Just Cuz. I'm a spoken word artist, executive director of The Sparrow's Fortune, host of Poetry Unplugged. Um, if y'all seeing this on Valentine's Day, come pull up on February 15th. This and will definitely air after Valentine's Day. Oh, well, never mind. Just cut that. <laughs> Editor, cut that. We still don't talk about it, though. You good. Yeah, you good. <laughs> you good. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it. That's what's important right now. <laughs> All right, cool. So I want to uh, first off say thank y'all for being guests today. Um, I think that this is going to be a very interesting episode. Khalil has a very important phone call. Oh, okay, okay, cool. cool. You good? Cool. So, yeah, today we are going to be talking a lot about love, relationships, and as I was saying earlier, if y'all have questions, feel free to ask because this is not an interview. This is a conversation between all of us. So, first off, I want to ask if anybody is in a relationship. Me. Okay, okay. <laughs> is that it? Um, Going once? Wow. Going twice? Sold. Okay, so it's only like one person <laughs> in a relationship. That is going to be interesting. Are we All right. situationships or is it just relationships? So you're in a situationship. You know what? She's in a situationship. I'm not even here to blast your <laughs> <FO>. <laughs> I'm not even here to blast your I just your got stuff. out of a situationship. It ended badly. <laughs> oh, man. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. So why isn't everybody, why does everybody feel like they're not in a relationship? Uh, all right uh personally me man i'm kind of scared for real for real right now i mean mm. a lot be going on for real okay. and i feel like sometimes i can't give my all to relationship and then sometimes i feel like i can't give my all but i feel like i'm not getting what i want back so it's just kind of kind of fearful right now mm. okay um i feel like I think social media has played a lot of different roles in how people even view relationships nowadays. So it's like when you go into dating, you have people that want to act like future and like, <laughs> you know, do shit yeah. like that. And it's like people don't want to date. They want to be like scared and protecting their heart too much. So then they end up just like hurting other people yeah. and like trying to like listen to their friends or do like, they don't move like out of their true self. I feel like nowadays. And that's why you're not in a relationship. And that's why I'm not. Oh, Oh, okay. Um, so you're saying other people don't move like that. Yeah. Do, well, do you also not, do you also move like that? I feel like I move like my true self, but like sometimes I could let a little bit of like um, social media come into it. Cause you'll see like, damn, why come on, how come I can't get flowers social every week? Media. Shit like that. So I'll be thinking like, cause I know what I want in a relationship. Yeah. So I'm not in a relationship because it's like, I have my standards and I know what I have to offer. Yeah. So it's like, till I get that, it's like, I'm Interesting not in a relationship. Interesting what you have to offer. Cool. All right, Tori. Um, I'm not opposed to a relationship. Um, mm. I, at first, me not being in one wasn't very intentional because I had just got out of a relationship two years ago. But as the two years have passed, it's just more so, I guess, God's time. And I just haven't had like that genuine connection where it went there. You know, I see relationships as partnerships. So until somebody come into my life and I feel like I can see life with them, then I'll be in the relationship. Mm. Okay. Khalil? Um Similar to what Tori said, a lot of it is God's timing. 
Um, as a as a person who operates in a lot of different facets, I think it's important for me to know who can sit next to me as I do that. And also being intentional about my capacity, about the time that I have, about the amount of energy or effort I can actually give versus saying, oh, we can do this, we could do that. And then me canceling. Cause right now, my mission and my purpose is, is more important than a lot of things. And mm. I don't want to put somebody specifically, I want to put a woman in a place where I'm neglecting her or, or putting her in a place where I'm putting my business over her, but <laughs> that's what's necessary right now. Um, Interesting. So that's the, that's the main thing for real. Interesting. Um, outside of that, God's timing is similar to what Tori was talking about when it comes to partnership. When you, as a man, when you got a vision, you got to protect that vision. And it's a lot of people um, who, who not equipped for that. And you got to be, have the discernment to be able to do that. And so as it stands right now, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so I'm going to go ahead and answer my, my question as well. But I'm also touch on that. I think I do have my goals and my passions that I want to make sure I accomplish and I get out. But I go back and forth between do I want to go ahead and knock that stuff out on my own and then have someone come along and at, like at the not the finish line, but after I've kind of done what I want, or do I want to have somebody that's there with me as I accomplish yeah. these things, right? Yeah. But in the last in my last episode, I kind of touched on this because it's 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 kind of hard for me to go back and forth between feeling like I have to accomplish these things before I'm worthy of that. Thanks. But also, do I want to put somebody through that while I'm accomplishing that? So. Yeah. Can I ask Kayla a question? I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, okay, Kayla. So I talked okay. about this with touring. How, so, you know, us single people who are all young in their 20s, all pursuing their passions, careers, mm -hmm. and you're in a relationship in your 20s. So how do you balance it all? Okay. So like you said... <laughs> I personally believe, like, if you're trying to get to a certain point, men and women got to separate because we are each other's distraction. Mm -hmm. So I have a podcast. I built my foundation of my podcast when I was single. Like, my boyfriend is my first boyfriend ever. So I was single. I was what? still having fun, but I was like, okay, I'm about to do this podcast. <laughs> or, okay, I'm about to, like, I was doing events and all of that, and I was single. I ain't, if you want to lay up, we can do that after. But yeah. yeah, but now with my boyfriend, it's like, no, I can't be like that. And my biggest fear, because I be watching um, Being Mary Jane. Okay. I don't want to put my goals and everything before my relationship. Mm, even but, though that's not your husband? Oh, you see, right. that, that's what But how can like. he be my husband if I keep putting everything before him? That's good. That he's uh, worth that sacrifice. That's the big question. Baby, I'm 23. I'm really not thinking about marriage. But has he proved that he's worth the sacrifice of you having to? Oh, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. Your okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about with marriage. Because yes. I feel like if a man proves it, then that's a whole different yeah, conversation. So, like, like I said, we can be distractions from each other, but you can also be a good distraction. I knew my boyfriend was going to be my boyfriend when he asked me what I wanted to, like, what would I want out of life? And I was like, yeah, I want a podcast. I want this. He like, no, like, you want to travel? You want kids? You want this? You so want my that. question, my first question is, how old were y'all when y'all started dating? Oh, uh, we knew. Like, we a year. Okay. Okay. I've okay. been dating for a year, but how long have y'all known each other? Um, Probably a couple of months. I had met him outside the club. Oh, so y'all knew so you, knew each other for a club. couple of months, and y'all been dating for a year since Yeah, those, we, we had met in August, and then we wow. are um, we met in August, and then we got together officially in November. 
So mm. November 11th. Do y'all do a good job at dating after a couple of months and knowing somebody? I'm terrible with that. Like, well, I'm not finna slide and try to talk to right, you. How long? I mean, with me, I was out of like, I was ready for a relationship. So I told him like, we'll be doing. Okay. You so pressed it. Why. So you kind of pressed it. So I, I'm trying to go back and forth. No, I'm trying to figure out, to answer your question, what is too long and what's too short? Because some people say when you know, you know, and y'all gonna make it happen. But other times I'm thinking, okay, I've rushed these before trying to talk to somebody for three months and then two months into our relationship, that's it. Mm-hmm. So like, I how think long it's subjective and I think it, it depends. It's yeah. cons and pros. Because some men will drag you through the mud. Okay, let's y'all not, know. Let's not y'all do that. Know. No, y'all know when y'all want to be with somebody. And if a girl be like, okay, we ain't got to, okay, we ain't got to, y'all going to be riding that way. And you get in a relationship kind of quick, y'all talk for two months, and then six months into the relationship, you be like, it's hell. Who child? Yeah. You hit that rough patch and that like bliss is over with. And it's like, okay. You either, when you get to that rough patch, you say you're talking to somebody for two months and it's great and y'all like, this is what I want because y'all both ready for a relationship. But then y'all get to that like six month patch of your relationship and it get rough and it's like, okay, I knew I wanted a relationship and I took the chance on you. But like at this point, we're going through this rough patch and is you still worth that chance? Like, is it worth the headaches, the arguments, the disagreements? Yeah. Like, right. this but young? then, no. But, sometimes you know. But the yeah. other interesting part to me is let's say you're experiencing those things before you even are a couple. So why are you But listen, but okay, but then I'm thinking you're actually getting to know this person and you're experiencing these things before you get into a relationship. So you actually have more information. I know how you get when you're, I know how you get when you're, I know how you get when you're angry and all those different things. So now I can. Figure I think out if it's a healthy conflict, then it's fine. If it's not like games, if it's not like manipulation, oh, if yeah. it's not toxic, then if it's healthy conflict, like we have a miscommunication or we find out a real difference that we have, and we like, okay, let's sit down and figure this out. That's fine. Healthy okay. conflict can build a lot of intimacy. It can make us closer. But if I, if you blow my phone up at three yeah, a.m. Yeah, or much. you calling me on my name, or you and, and we. Oh, saying you hate me and I'm, I'm yeah, this yeah. and I'm you that. That from women. Yeah, you feel yeah, you know, I don't I mean, do that. I'll take I'll like take my words that. to heart because like I'm a real Martin yeah, Luther King believer. Happy Black History Month, y'all. <laughs> so like my words, man, that tongue is powerful, man. For me, okay, like my yeah. word is my bond. So I would never try to like assassinate somebody's character or say anything too uh, aggressive towards, especially towards a female. Yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, I would respect that same energy if I get it back. Cammy, did you have a thought on that? Well, I had a thought on um, what Khalil said earlier when it's like, if you're going through something, should you wait to be in a relationship or like get out of a relationship? Because mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying right now, because it's like, it's like, I just got out of a relationship, but, and it was like, we're both going through hard stuff. So mm-hmm. then sometimes you could like project on your partner and like, mm-hmm. and then it, it could ruin something that could be good if you weren't in this situation. So then you have to take a step back and be mm-hmm. like, okay, like this is too much right now. I have too much on my plate, like, and it's interfering with our relationship. So then you have to step back and see like, okay, if this is really a good relationship then we could be able to like take that step back and keep building like with the distance or we gonna have to like not go through this together and i was just experiencing something in that similar vein because i think it's important that you realize like that come with knowing yourself in a lot of ways like being able to go and experience a relationship a dating relationship right and being two three months in and you realize like dang it's a lot of stuff that even on the personal emotional tip, it's a lot of things from previous relationships that I haven't unpacked yet, or yeah. a lot of things within my personal life right now that's going on. And being able to communicate that with your person and saying, "Yeah, bro, I'm I'm dealing with a lot of stuff right now." It helped build so much understanding and a lot of trust because now, like 
we might not be dating, but we have an understanding that yeah, it's still possible. But mm. let me let me work on this, and also being mindful and being on the other side of that when she might have come to me like yeah, I'm going through this, I'm going through that, and I might not I might admit, might not be able to facilitate uh, uh, emotional connection in the best way right now. Really, that type of stuff is important That's for you. Yeah. From both of us, okay, like, okay. From both of us, for the only the main reason why. Ask but you because I, I know you. I know you can get deep. So when I hear that you can't connect, it's interesting mm. when you hear that from people that you would think are actually really good at doing. But it. I think so. This is this is a good segue. So I'm working on this piece right now where I'm kind of explaining because I've dated. I'll be transparent. Like I've dated a lot of people, a lot of women over over these last few five years for real. But it's mm. all been continuous. So it's like boom, we break up. Well, we stop talking. Boom, next day, next week, I'm talking to somebody else. And I think that you could become okay, clogged up for real, no for real from people. Mm. And <laughs> I have a, I you have can a become clogged up. I feel like you moved on so fast. Was it a, like a, a protection mechanism to not have to yeah, deal with what happened? Yeah, and these are things that like I worked through. It's, it gets. Protection <laughs> mechanisms are but look, though, but look, though, it's like being aware of that. So I did take a break. So I think like in 2021, like, I just stopped dating for like a year and some change. So I'm just mm. like, you know what? I'm cool. I'm cool on everybody. I need to chill. And so that helped a lot. But then it's like right back in the swing of things. It's like, oh. And I think for me, it was somewhat of a naivety. It's like, oh, well, we just hanging out. We just having, she she cool people. Yeah. And so, then three, four times she falling out, in love with you. She falling in love. And it's like, shorty, it's <laughs> not So let that. me kind of stop you right there real quick. Because some of the stuff that you said made me think about a lot of different things. Mm. So you kind of said that you dated a bunch of people. Mm. And I think, was that hard for you to say? Because I know for some people, they feel weird when they say that. I think it's not hard when you know it's the truth. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. Because I, really, I feel like y'all make question. it hard to say it. Like, y'all? Men? Yeah, yeah. To men? Men, men, men make, it make it hard for women to say, like, yeah, yeah I've dated people. Like, oh, duh, yes. We had a I life can agree. before. Yeah, yeah. This was your first everything. With yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Y'all be. I think it depends on who you is. So let me. So all right, this kind of lead me to a question. Do y'all think that a uh, whole phase is necessary? Yes. 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 No. He, he's a man. And well, listen. Absolutely. Yes, it builds and character. It doesn't have to be a, a whole phase. Is whatever you make it. Like uh, I think a, a whole, uh, the term whole phase has a lot of negative connotation behind it. So let's make it positive real quick. What? Let's say Please. a dating phase. Like mm -hmm. it's a phase. When I got out of my last relationship. Uh, two and a half years ago, I told myself I did not want to get a relationship. <laughs> I feel like I had to figure out who I was and what I wanted, and that includes two things: isolation. It's power in that. It's power in sitting by yourself and doing something. That's right. Mm -hmm. But it's also power in going on five dates and saying, "This man made me laugh. This man bought me this. This man did that." And I'm like, "I want all that in one man." All right. Yeah. So okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I feel like I feel like that's not like a whole phase. I feel like that's like a dating phase. I feel yeah, like that's dating. That's really wrong. People call it a whole phase. I would say that that's part. Part of it, yeah. so y'all, y'all say yeah. yes. Yeah. I, had a, no. I had a podcast and was called the whole face, and I had the girl on here. And she said, "You had a podcast the, called the, the whole podcast was called the whole face." Yeah, the episode was called the oh, whole face. Sorry, sorry. Like, but the guest said, that the guest that I had on there. She said, Jeez. "At the end of the day, a nigga's gonna call you a hoe." Like Facts. you and your friends can sit here and y'all could be scrolling through your phone. Hey, this girl cute. I was texting her. All y'all did was text. Three of y'all could have texted her. All y'all did. Was and niggas gonna bring you up for no. I think it depends on the caliber of the dude or the friend group. Hold on, stop. Because nah. you're not finna. If you know, 
You're not finna just call any woman a hoe, though. Like, you're not gonna do that. Y'all be mad. Hold on, wait. I, I feel like, say this real quick. I feel like, and I feel like there's power in dating and there's power in that phase of where you experience multiple people. And I think for women, we don't get to that point until later in life when we stop caring about what men think because it's a double standard. Men yeah. are raised differently. Men are raised mm -hmm. to be the aggressor. They're, they're raised to go after what they Ooh, want. And if that's yep. four women in, in one day, that's okay. But when a woman, when a young girl does it, her parents tell her, be modest, close your legs, yeah. do this, do that. So when we, when we realize what dating looks like for us and that we do have power in our body and Women in our mind. We would be like 40 realizing yeah. that. Women and, do and get ridiculed. That's true. I had to realize they it early. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't want to be 40 right. and I'm yeah. like, oh, I like, And for <laughs> men though, I would say for us though, we get... We get trained in that way, but also we get sexualized early too. In that's that way, true. like yeah, that's I very so. true. So after you finish your thought, I, I do want to hear what Serge had to say. Because me and him, you said no. You yeah, said yeah. that no, like you don't have to have a whole face. You don't. I also say no. You say no. But y'all, I was actually surprised at how many yeses. <laughs> Yeah. Well, think said. about people that like get in relationships right in high school. Like, let's say you have your and high school sweetheart. So. Then they right. end up, yeah, you grow yeah, and they grow apart. Or you they end up having their whole phase late in life after they're already married. Then they have their, their secretary. Oh or uh, <laughs> it happens. Oh. Yeah, like you haven't seen no movie. The phase isn't that long. Yeah. Like, the girl can do one thing and then she realized, like, I don't want to do that no more. But yeah. that was still a whole phase. I just think you need to know I, yourself before you get in a, a serious phase. relationship. But you still know. Like, when you say that's phase, not a phase. No, but when you say phase, but Phases is subjective. Yeah. It's subjective. It's subjective. Yeah, it's a phase could really be a month. A phase could be three years. Oh, bad. Is a phase a day? Uh, you can have a whole day. Nah. You can have a whole day. You said one time. That's not a phase. Hey, somebody said, I went through a whole phase. Hold on. For two days. Three-year whole phase is ridiculous. Three years. I don't believe y'all never had a whole phase. Like, Stop there. Stop there. Serge, go ahead. So yeah. I feel like a whole phase and a dating phase is like two completely different things. Like, okay. I feel like a whole phase is just like you just out here just fuck it. But I feel like dating that's perfectly fine. That's not being a whole like. There's nothing wrong with going on four dates in a day. I mean, that's you're. I feel like that's draining. I mean, oh I know as a man I couldn't do that. My pockets would be dry. But like <laughs> as a female, like yeah, like why not get a get lunch with or brunch with one dude and then get dinner with another dude and then and get a, a snack. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> like that's perfectly fine. Like hey, we all know the game. We all play it. But like a whole phase is, you know what a whole phase is. Okay, like, dating is not a whole phase well, in my opinion. Serge, I'm gonna ask you. And you don't have to answer, but I'm gonna ask you. Do you feel like you had that phase? Do you feel like you've had that? Now, if you don't want to answer, I'm not here to, I, I promise you, I promise you, I'm not here to blow up your spot or nothing like that. If you want to answer, you can. Hold on, like a whole phase, like however you define it. <laughs> nah, you can say you plead the fifth. If you want to say that, if you want to say that, you can say that. I plead the so, fifth, but I have it. I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna try and be as transparent as, possible this. As, as, as I can. I feel like, I hate to say it, I feel like I did. And it happened in college because Acceptance before college, I was mm -mm -mm. not sexually active. Before college, I was not sexually active. And then this is also, it's going to build to a, um, another question I had for y'all. But I think a part of the reason why I maybe had that phase or went through that experience is because I probably didn't know myself. Yeah, as well. that plays and a I big role. Like you thought you got to know yourself afterwards? Did you feel like that was something you didn't want? I feel like there were probably insecurities, um, certain things I was 
vulnerable about to myself, but I wasn't trying to talk about, or maybe I didn't get to really flesh out with other people. Cause let's say I had this experience with somebody, then I didn't like them, but I already had this experience with them. Cause I've heard so many times, you know, you have sex with somebody and then it doesn't work out. That does, that, that, that wears on me. I know that personally that wears on, on me, mental, yeah. but I think a part, if I knew myself, I don't think I would have had to go through that stuff. But do you think that phase was a necessary phase for you to be the man you are I don't today? think that that was necessary, no. I don't think you think you kind of found it through other avenues for me to be this person or for me to get to where I need to go. I had to do that. No, that's a that's a good point though because I think you regret it. Yeah, you wish you wish you could wipe those women off your slate. So okay, that's a great. Did they fall off your body count in twenty twenty four? So let me. Women do it all the time. So so the thing with that is because I didn't really know myself, and these might have been people that didn't really know themselves as well. Facts, but we both end up getting hurt from it. So do I wish I hurt those people? No. 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 And I also hurt myself. So I wish I didn't have to go through that, but I did. And I think a part of that is because I did not know who I was. It's yeah. not like I just know who I am now, yeah. right. but if I was more diligent in trying to figure that out, mm-hmm. I think that I would have saved myself a lot of time, a lot of hurt, because usually this is the other part. It's not like I was just doing that to do it. I would think I like this person yeah. and I'm attracted to him very much sexually, of course. Something goes down. Then we are also learning more about each other. Now I realize I don't like you as much mm-hmm. when I really should have gone through this other Post-nut deeper emotional level first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's why I'm saying when you when you're going through like emotional things with somebody mm-hmm. before all that and it's not working out, that that don't feel good to me. That actually saps mm-hmm. me in my energy. But you are getting information that way compared mm-hmm. to. I had sex with you, and that, that's a lot of information. Yeah. And After now I don't like your you. points of view. I would say a dating phase is necessary. I guess because of that's the part of dating for some people, though. But yeah. uh, that's that's subjective. A dating phase is necessary. Whatever that looks like to you, a whole phase. I don't think it's important to transfer your energy sexually yeah. to multiple. Yeah, people. definitely not. Yeah. You, quality over quantity, baby. Listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amen. Dons and nons. So, but literally for my women, I'm speaking to the people. If you want to date, okay? Just go. Get you some food. Have a conversation. Learn more about yourself. Learn about them. Learn what you want. I just think it's so many women that don't do that enough, that don't put themselves out there, that don't have experiences. It's a beautiful thing to say, I've dated. I've been there. I've done that. And I know what I want. And it's mm-hmm. power in that. Yeah. And for big, a woman. Yeah, big on have a conversation because it's like sometimes, like, everybody you meet, and I feel like this is another thing, and that's the reason why people get the whole phase and dating mixed up. Everybody you meet does not have to be your boyfriend or girlfriend. Like you can simply just have a conversation, kick it with somebody. If it leads to A, if it leads to B, but if it don't lead to a relationship, it don't have to like be the like it don't right. have to be B. See, I and agree with that. I, Let, I want to say something real quick. Yeah, I right. agree with that, but I think we take it personal. Like I like you, mm-hmm. thought you like me. That's now I realize ego. you don't. And now I'm trying to okay. yeah. that's that problem. Go ahead. Go ahead. In that same token, so I'm gonna hit on everything I was just talking about. In that same token, I get what you're saying when it comes to Developing yourself and the people you choose to date go hand in hand. So like having mm. people like mentors in my life, like I had a really good conversation back in 2022 with a mentor of mine. We sat on the phone like probably an hour, hour and a half. And so this man, he's been married for like the last 15, 16 years. And I was telling him about this dating experience I had just went through. And he just really set me down and talk me through like, nah, nah, you could do this better. You could do that better. And 
this is before, this is maybe two weeks into the dating experience. So having that guidance, okay, I don't got to have sex with her. Okay, we don't got to do all that. I don't got to be with all these other women either. So I think having that guidance and mentorship, and in that same way, though, the access to mentorship, real leadership, real mentorship, especially like as us as men, it's yeah. not a lot of men who could come, hey, little homie, let's do this differently. And so a lot of us opt for dating and having sex as a way to groom ourselves or, or learn ourselves. Because that was my thought process at first no, until I, I met other thought. people. And yeah. so with that, though, I agree with what Tori was talking about when it comes to, I think, because we're social beings, I won't learn nothing if I'm only within myself so having those dating experiences definitely did grow me to be better it showed me oh this is something i actually like this is something i don't like these are the type of people who i'm attracted to why am i attracted to these people you know what i mean and i'm really big on like family intervention and, and childhood trauma and trauma resilience so being able to be mindful of the things that you went through within your childhood, within your childhood home. Those are things that play a big role in the people you choose. That go, plays a big role in the people who choose you. Yeah. Like this man's Khalil that, is cooking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah, none of that goes away just because you leave the home. And so when we talk about the people we're interested in and the dates we go on or the people we choose to have sex with, all of that does play a role. And in that token, that like being regretful. Yeah. Hurt gonna happen, and and it goes back to again what Tori was talking about when it comes to ego. Because I've been in that space, uh, my ego was so strong where I'm not even finna. I know that our relationship is not helping neither one of us, but my mm. ego so strong that I want to keep you to myself, and your ego so Ooh, strong that you're willing to call my phone every day, no matter what. And like that's like a <laughs> that's dangerous ego. attachment that's for real. For real. Say something. I yeah. really feel like the biggest epiphany I had through dating was my ego, like. Okay. If you, if you, no, yeah. literally. Respect. You know, you know, I think you know, it's to say that. That's like, no, okay. literally, because huge. going back to what Kay said, a lot of women feel like when they meet a guy and they like them, we want to control it. We want to feel like we want this to be what we want to be. But I have people I've dated and we are not in a relationship, but they still some of the closest people to me because yeah. I let my ego go and I focused on connection. Connection builds you. Connection what? makes you want to, connection makes yeah. you thrive. Connection Healthy. moves you. And we might not have a connection that's sexual and that's relationship wise because dog. that didn't work. But you Facts. my dog. Yeah. Right? You can yeah. call Everybody me and, and I, had, I made some of the best friends out of people I dated and it didn't work out mm -hmm. because I let my ego go and I said, I'm going to let you go find a person that's for you emotionally. But let me tell you something. You make such impact on me that I want you at my own but let me I ask you my life some other way uh, would you like it though what about when it goes sour though and you really like, want him be, though people be <laughs> saying that they could be friends with their exes like I could be cool with you like hi mm. bye but like would you be okay if your dude like yeah I am cool with people I used to date I think it depends Good on point. how recent they are I think it depends on the boundaries so like, <laughs> she said yeah I'm talking to you nigga if you have to hide it from your partner then don't do it if you have a new partner and you feel like the person that you really attached to because y'all had a dating experience and y'all still friends, but you feel like it's something in there that you had to hide from your partner, then this person really can't be your friend while you mm -hmm. maneuver in this relationship. And that's just out of respect because mm -hmm. this is the person you chose to be your everyday person. Yeah. If you don't have to hide it from your partner and your partner can accept it and y'all can move through it, why can't this person still be in your life? So I think it's subjective, but I just really think once you let your ego go and you move off connection and you move off what move you, you're going to have some of the best experiences so, ever. I'm not accepting. Quick, so my boy, you feel like you got an ego? 
Oh yeah. Oh, I feel like all men got ego and pride issues. Okay, is it? But I feel like uh, I learned to let mine go at a younger age for sure. Really, at a younger yeah. age? Yeah, for sure. And what led you to letting your ego go as a young man? Uh, at first, one of my close friends died. So, okay. like, I remember, like, when I was in high school, I used to always be like, "Oh man, somebody do me over wrong. It's it's f them for the rest of my life. I don't need them in my life." Yeah. Stuff. And then, like, when that experience kind of happened, I'm like, so, "Man, you never know when you know it might be your last mm. day." So, like, why not be cool with somebody because over something like so small? Yeah. For real. yeah. So, like, and then as I got older, you know. <clears throat> I got into like a real relationship when I got to college for real. And then I just like had to learn so much. Like things that I was like so okay with in high school. I was like, man, you know, F that. I ain't about to do this. I ain't changing me. I ain't changing that. But like, I realized like, I really liked the person I was with and stuff. And I really like had love for her. And I, and I loved her and stuff. So I was like, mm. I got to let like certain stuff go if I want this to work. So And Cammie, yeah. do you feel like you are, do you feel like it's easier or hard for you to put your ego to the side when it comes to things like that? Hmm, I feel like it's kind of like I could be self-aware like I know my flaws like I, I know all my red flags so I could like know how to like maneuver my ego and stuff like that but then there's some things that you're like how is you treat me like this like you doing too much you know what I mean like so it could kind of be hard sometimes to put this aside like I have these certain expectations like like I hold myself to a high standard. So it's like, if mm -hmm. I, if you're not doing that for me, it's like, that's crazy to me. And I, my ego will get in the way of that. But Do you I, feel like you ever stay in something longer than you should have because your ego didn't want to let that person go? Yes. Ooh. And what have you learned from that experience? Yeah, what do you get out of that? Um, It's like, I don't even know if I learned anything yet. Like, you know, we still maneuvering. But I feel like you have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like the way she's maneuvering. I'm still learning because it's like sometimes you got to be like, damn, like I really f with you, but like we have a lot of issues. But then it's like, oh, but I don't, I don't yeah. connect with people easily. Like I don't mm -hmm. just like, I could like you for like two weeks and then I'm like, all right, you know, like he's actually kind of corny or like he's actually kind of boring or like, you know, I'd rather be with my friends. I feel like if I'd rather be with my friends and hang out with you, then I don't want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's that's how I feel. So like, that's, that's that's so if I could find someone that's that fair. I really connect with and like, I could be like, damn, I guess I, I guess I could put up with this red flag. But then you got to realize like what red flag or is like going to be the extent of it? Like you're going to keep putting up with it. Uh, so that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Like. I had uh, that's why she was asking about situations. Yeah, like, uh, like I don't know. Like, it's it's really complicated because I've never been in. A, I like I just got my first relationship. So I've been seeing some. I saw something that was basically like if you're in a situationship, you don't really love yourself. Yeah, and Ooh. I don't. I'm not saying that to you. That's not what I'm saying. But oh, I, I feel like see, everybody ain't been in a situationship. Right, but okay. So in that instance, do you feel like you really loved yourself? You giving um, something for something that you know you really want but can't get, but you gonna give this up? I probably didn't realize. I probably didn't realize. Like looking back, it's like girl. Why was you dealing with that? Exactly. But in the exactly. moment, I wasn't like I love him. Like mm -hmm. that. You I so think, you so I'll say this. I think I the idea of self love <laughs> and self knowledge can be conflated for yeah, real. I, didn't, I wasn't so, like, knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, like being knowledgeable yeah. of yourself and loving yourself. Granted, they do correlate, but that don't necessarily mean they like mutually exclusive. So like. Also, age play a different. Like age I was play a young. big role. I ain't gonna yeah, like true, five years. True, true. And true. understanding yourself. So like, but that's when knowing yourself. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I was too young to realize. Like, girl, he ain't made you his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah so, he ain't doing that. Side of the fence, like being a dude who like have dated people for a year, two years, and we dating and we didn't have no exclusive title. Like I had to go through and really think about, bro, what is you, you doing? Wasting your what own you, time. What is, I'm wasting yeah. my own time, but also. I like how Serge, I'm appreciative that he was able to say, 
I'm scared. Like I don't, yeah, I don't really yeah. know because being in that space in that state of mind, being it took me two years, three years of dating to realize, no, I'm just scared of being with somebody for real. But oh. like it take a lot of development and and again self knowledge. And then what where Serge is at is probably in that reanalyzing or reevaluation of what self love actually is. Because once you know yourself and know where you at, you can then say, okay, how can I love myself and to put grow up with in this, this area for real? Mm -hmm. And yeah. so when you're in a situation, like being in that place where, oh, I really want to be with this person, but I know what we doing not best for me. And if I'm being real, it's probably not best for this person. Right. But it this is how I get their time. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's like, be. is it if worth I it's time getting your time. I think the self-love yeah. thing come from like people say a person gonna do what you allow. So you feel like mm -hmm. I feel like if you're in a situation and you know you want a relationship and they're not giving it to you, you have to be knowledgeable enough to stand on what you want and walk away. And that's where the self-love come in. But I think for the other person, a lot of times people who are toxic, they're going to People, some people take, 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 take. And they know and what to giving, say. you're giving, 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 they're going to keep coming back. People will be like, that man keep calling my phone, baby, because you mm, keep answering. Yeah. And also, mm -hmm. with that, though, it's <laughs> my call a little bit. It's real dangerous that, like, when it's like answer. both of y'all are in that space <laughs> and y'all kind of like reflecting each other for real. Yeah. Because it's like we both pulling and tugging on each other and we both not growing. We yeah. both want to be and here, but we both need to not be here. And that's what it become. And it's also, though, when you add in like the idea of love and, and understanding love and belonging and, and attachment theory is like I really want to be with this person and I do see a future with this but person. I don't know how to. Know. But I don't know how to. All of this really come with age because we down like we talking down on the situation ship. But if we really gonna be honest. I'm not mad at myself or fun. her. Like or in the moment they were fun because we young and that's the reason why. Like I feel like you should have fun yeah. when you young. So young and turn. But yeah, so <laughs> now like that you older, we how old is everybody? I'm about, I'm about to turn 24. 24. Yeah, we come at that age that yeah. you kind of are looking for a serious relationship. Yeah. So it's good to me to experience that young. I'd rather experience that young. I'm not trying to be 27 and having a situation. My phase was 21 through 23. Okay. And yeah. I, and now I'm in a place where I really don't want a situation. I really veer from it because I don't I'm think you ever wanted one though. I, no, so nobody ever wanted one. You wanted one? Okay, that's a good point. Hold on, Jariah. Hold on, Jariah. I grew up with her. <laughs> Sir, shut up. Okay, let me tell you why I ended up in situationships. I date with intimacy. So I would get closest people. I'm going to ask you the craziest right. questions. I want to get in your mind. I want to get close to you. So even before I even know I want a relationship with you, I have made people feel so close to me that they know they want a relationship with me or that we're just so close and attached to each other now because I've been so intimate with you. I've showed you like relationship things, even though we're not in one. So I've ended up in relationships because of the way I date. That's when I realized boundaries know this person mm -hmm. can't spend the night no you don't need to tell them that your mother was what she did when she was younger yeah. and you really have to realize like when you're in a connection type of thing of course you can be that vulnerable but sometimes when you're in like uh you're not in that you're not walking in that connection it's more so y'all just get know, knowing each other you have to be careful of how much intimacy you show them because people can get attached to you some people never had somebody tell them how are you i love you yeah, i see you some people yeah, never true. grew up with that so when you do that to somebody oh, yes. it makes them feel like oh i want to be close oh, to you yeah. but i'm still figuring out what i want and it's mm -hmm. like oh like i've hurt people yeah i i, I have <laughs> hurt people. people this is her apology and i'm so sorry <laughs> no i, I apologize you was a victim <laughs> i i used i was hell 
hell at times okay. because I showed you something and I knew I couldn't stand mm. on that. I knew I didn't mm. want no relationship with you, but I knew how I dated and I and I subjected you to that. And I apologize. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Now I have boundaries. Wow. And I know that I can't give my energy to everybody because my energy is special. Yeah. And like on the water sign, people just be like attracted to you. And like, yes. And they just want to be around you all the time. And you're like, damn, like, why do you want to be over here? Like, I'm not even doing nothing. You know what I mean? And then you got to realize, like, I can't give everybody this vibe. You know you gotta, I don't know. I wasn't gotta, like that. I'm the only child. Like, I like my space. I'm the youngest as well. Yeah. I, yeah I'm the only child. I like my space. And also, like, I don't think I'm not gonna say I never like was deep with anybody before my boyfriend, but also I was raised like he ain't asked you to be his girlfriend, baby. That ain't your boyfriend. So okay. like okay. like Tori said, if you it was some cases that I did want to be with certain dudes, and I'll ask him like, "What we doing? You don't want to do that? That's cool. I'm about to go. That's where dating come. Yeah. I'm about to go talk to somebody else. Okay. So." It just all. And speaking on how you was raised, I think that's come. I don't like the, the when people talk about like she's a hoe, da da da, or she like he da da da. Because people weren't always taught like like you said you had a mentor that taught you like you shouldn't do that. Some people I never mean, had gone. I feel like some people was hoes. Like when they say like your father was in your life, it they, they played a, a role because they looking for love. So it's like you haven't been given oh that love, gosh. so you find it in whatever way you could get it. So it's like. That's how people end up in situationships and people be like, how do you accept that? But it's like they all you've ever known. And even with the situationships, it's like for me, a lot of that started because I knew I wanted to date, but I knew I didn't want a relationship. I called that like dating for fun. No, listen, being in college, bro, let's talk about doing it for the plot. College is a metaverse. Being in college, college was like a simulation for me. For real. Yeah. Okay. It's like, all right, I know what I do. I know what I have fun doing. And really, College was so weird. I was just talking about this with, with like some little homies. Being in college was weird because when we talk about dating, like actually taking a woman to this restaurant or going to have a picnic or going to the beach to actually go do something. To be real, at least from my college experience, none of that was necessary for oh, quote yeah. unquote dating. Oh, yeah. None of that was necessary for no, 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 no. having sex. Come through the door. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to send you a like, Let's go to the road. Exactly. You're doing nicer than mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a TV in that joint? With that being your first experience of relationships, that distorts your whole mindset of thinking about how to show up for somebody. So when I'm talking to, when I'm dating and now, being once I graduated and now living on my own and within my own space, I had to relearn. Like, yeah. bro, she want to actually hang out with you. Yeah, watch you play the game. Hell with you. Yeah, if you got this way. event, bring her yeah. with you, yeah, my dude. Like, yeah. I had to learn that. And again, like I said, that I didn't really start tapping into asking my mentors. Asking, I wouldn't even say my mentors, but asking older men who were successful in my eyes those types of questions until I got older. And so 18 to 22, 23, I'm just doing what I saw growing up. Yeah. I'm just doing what I see my homies do. And mm. without that guidance, it's going to automatically distort your idea. So when it came to situationships, it was like, well, I know I don't really have the equipment to be, like date and be in a relationship, but I like her vibe. Right. I like being around her yeah. for real. She mm. like being around me and 
again, dating wasn't dating right then. So it was like, she want to pull up to the crib three times a week. That's perfectly fine <laughs> yeah. with me. You so, know what I Tori, mean? I, I'm going to let you finish your point. Education system was putting a whole bunch of 18 year olds on a campus oh, this morning. Yeah. No, for real. Thank crazy. You. You caused all this trauma. I love that thing. Shout out to America's if education. If I could do it over so again, I, I would. I want to pivot um, a little bit because what I'm about to ask also kind of played on some of the, something that we talked about. So I kind of want to know what is the worst thing that you told a partner? And basically, after it could be while y'all were together or after y'all broke up, I'll, I'll start. So out loud, basically one of the most hurtful things that you said. If if keep one it PG. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go first, and then I'm gonna let y'all go from there. So I remember one of the first one of the worst things, and the reason why I'm asking this is because it comes with knowing yourself, loving yourself, and also being able to understand that that person maybe didn't. Lack those same things. They maybe didn't know themselves or uh, love themselves the same way they may today or the way they should have been. Um, I know for me, and it's crazy I even said this, I did say to somebody, like, ain't nobody going to love you the way I do. <gasps> yeah. love saying that. Yeah. Mm. love saying that. That's a good one. Crazy thing is, though, when I said it, I meant it, though. Like, I, I said it and I meant that it with my whole though. chest. I meant, that, I meant that with my whole chest. But that's um, that was extremely unfair for me to say. And I'm not necessarily saying it just because I want to apologize, but I, I have realized at with time being removed from it, I really said that. And if somebody that was, was that ego, to, yeah, like if somebody would have said that to me, it's like what? Because I was I was thinking about it on my way up here. Actually, I'm thinking, okay, I'm saying that, but now as I'm getting over this person or not dealing with this person anymore, it's like. It's probably somebody out there better for me. So for me to think it's not somebody better for them yeah. is not crazy, yeah. and yeah. it's unfair for me yeah. to say that. So yes, exactly. So for me to say that and can also put them in a different kind of mindset. It's like okay, well, if you say no one's going to ever love me as much as you do, and then I go to anywhere else, then I'm not supposed to expect the More. most love or yeah. the other capacity from this other person. That's not fair. So and the fact that I even said that is crazy. I got a question. Did she come back to you after that? Like kept coming back to you? Cause like um, I would think like, wow, ain't nobody gonna love me. I might as well stay with him. Um no, I wouldn't think that, but this is a person like, I mean, uh this is a person I've dated multiple times yeah. before. But <laughs> even still it's like why Why would you say why, that? Why yeah, why did I say that? And but I really I know I meant that. Did you mean it with negative connotations, or did you really? Because sometimes no. it can be true. You love her so much. Like, who better for you than me, for real? <laughs> no, no. That's how I be feeling. No, who better when I for said you it, than me? when I said it, I was like, if you let me, I promise you, I will fill this whole world with your dreams. Like, I will basically do that everything like a good thing I can. Then. And right, but I meant, but even still, that's I can not see how it can still be taken away. That. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you doing worse if you leave me. Yeah. And, People really feel that when they say that stuff. Yeah. They ain't no telling know, what she thinking in her mind and yeah. stuff like that. Too. Huh? I say it's no telling what she thinking in her mind. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, for me to say that, that was I was just thinking about that on the way up here, and I said, "Dang, bro, that was bad. I shouldn't have said that." Yeah. And I, but I really meant it, and I did mean the best. But even still, that doesn't make it okay for me to say. So that's my example. And yes, I apologize to this person, but still, um, that's my example. So what? are some things that you have said that you feel like you um, have realized now that you were in the wrong and you've grown from that and you wish that you didn't say that? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't be saying nothing mean. I can say a bunch of things. You ain't never said nothing mean. I'm, I'm very brutally honest. Like, you can't ask And some people take that as mean, though. But, yeah. like, I don't... I don't 
remember I can't remember me saying like something so mean to a dude. Oh, before. well, then good for you. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think okay. I'll probably never uh said anything like as deep as that for real. For real. <laughs> okay, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I if I if I'm like if I'm insulting somebody, I'm probably trying to get like, all right, what's gonna sound funny if I say it out loud in front of a bunch of people? So, like, I never did anything. I probably I think I called somebody a crackhead before. <laughs> on some spice like i'm dead serious though. that's probably like the worst thing or i've probably been like dismissive towards okay. somebody and i was yeah. like some you tripping or you you know that's probably the worst it's not because I, I, I really i really Slightly. don't gaslighting probably i probably just sure. at the time i already thought like man this girl she, you know, she, okay. but i never really try to like hurt somebody's feelings okay. i've called somebody out their name before like oh, okay. Okay. i've called a dude can i say sure okay i've called a dude a bitch before mm-hmm. that was probably the, like a bitch and to or me, a bitch that's not, i mean Different men's, um, you know, react yeah, to that differently. Take that differently. But yeah. from a that, female, that could have been extremely deep. I yeah, know he said that to me. me I'm gonna laugh. I'm like, is that all you got? Yeah, he called me it back, and honestly, like, oh, I'm not saying I don't nobody just be calling me on my name, but the fact that I called you that and he called me that, I'm like, damn, I probably did deserve it because why would I just call a man? Y'all making me feel hella toxic because I said some crazy. So, That's and the reason why I'm asking. Yeah, I need. <laughs> I'm. A, I'm. A, let me uh, explain one more time. The reason why I'm asking is because this is something that you did, but hopefully you're not in that place anymore. Yeah, growing, growing. So are you able to at least analyze and say, yeah, this is something I did. Yeah, want to ever do that again? My problem is like I'm. So I'm a cancer. So I'm like really emotional. So once I get like mad, I know <laughs> I'm a cancer is not an excuse, but it plays a big role. I get mad and I go like really crazy. Like I'll be like. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you hear my mind, and now I'm also a subtweeter, which I'm really trying to leave in 2023. <laughs> so I'll go on Twitter and I'll be like, "This I'm not this beep 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 nigga yeah. da, da, da. I'm gonna say some crazy shit, and or I'm gonna retweet something that I know it was gonna have you. F- that's because that's just how I am. Because it's like if you hurt me a certain way, I'm gonna try and hurt you. Like, do you just ever like tell that. them that they hurt you though? Yeah. Hold on, I got a I got a quick. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like yeah you got me. F- up like and then I'm but I feel like I only act like that once you I feel like you treat me like that because I don't do it first I do it worse so look how do you, hold how on, do you hold communicate hold on, hold on. that hurt though hold like on. before you like start snapping back at them like how do you communicate so that hurt I will communicate like I start off soft like I'll be like I feel like you really hurt my feelings and I feel like you didn't da 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 so then once you like dismiss my feelings or let's say you're not receptive of them then it's gonna turn to anger and then I'm like, well, you know what? F you. Like, and that's why da, 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 like I'm gonna say some crazy shit. Cause if you say some crazy shit to me and I'd be like, damn, I was just expressing my feelings to you, and this how and you just said F my feelings, then it's like, all right, all right, you better stand on that. And I'm gonna take it to the next Hold level. Hold on, yeah. So I know. So look, like I don't mean to get off track, but I remember like, so we all went to Kent, like majority of us, except for Kayla. But uh, we went to Kent together and stuff. So I remember when we was like 18, Cam, don't think I'm trying to put you on glass. But this oh, girl, right? Man. Y'all. She Dang, made she made a full me. presentation. The PowerPoint, a PowerPoint addressing a, the already addressed. Yeah, like addressing like why she was about to cut this dude off. And I remember it was so funny to be like she had a full presentation ready to show this guy. Yeah, I just do too much. Kind of bad. It, that's I, a lot. I that's do too much. Though, ain't gonna hey, lie. That's comical. If I was doing, I'd be like, dang. But yeah, if it's 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 I would have been hurt. I didn't show it to him. I didn't show it to him. But like, I love hard, so it's like I'm and and I give a lot, so it's like if I feel like you're not, I'm gonna be like, all right, first of all. I feel like you got me effed up and this is why. So I made a little PowerPoint presentation and I never showed it to him, but oh, I did make it nonetheless. No, I didn't know. My friends was like, girl, that's crazy. I'm very yeah, careful do of that. what I say when I'm angry. Um, I'm a very calm person. Ooh, if you've seen me angry before, 
I mean, you, you pissed really me off. pissed me off because, Kimmy, have you ever seen me enraged? Yeah. No. And I've been <laughs> friends with hers for seven years. Yeah. Well, six years. Yeah. So it's like, I honestly, I, <clears throat> I hate to get deep, but I think the worst thing I've ever said to somebody was I love them before I was able to be ready to show them. Oh, okay. Before I was ready to show up for them. When I was in college, my last relationship, like, me and him got into arguments and I, I got upset, but I really think the worst thing I ever did was like, Say I love you as a form of manipulation to basically mm. uh, <clears throat> make up for the things I did that was wrong. Because just because I love you doesn't mean I'm loving you. One is a noun, Ooh. one is an action, mm. and you have to be able to back that up. So I think for me now, I love people effortlessly. Like I'll be like, oh, I really like them. I really, I love them, and I'll say <laughs> it. But I have, but I've learned it's that boundary thing to stop saying that when I know I'm not ready to show up. For that word, for them words. Yeah, growing okay. up, bro, I was taught like heavy on love. Like even one of my closest friends growing up, like she'd be like, we'd be about to hang up. She'd be like, all right, love you, and I'm like, that's all right, me. See you later. Right, that's right, me. right. And <laughs> like, I love you to everybody before I hang up. She'd yeah. come in my neck about that, but like love to me growing up, I learned. I remember seven, eight years old, and I was talking to one of my parents, and I was like, what do love mean? And love was like. I mean, yeah, die for them. Like, you take a bullet for them. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm not dying for you. You know deep. what I mean? So, like, after understanding that me and the love were, like, I still, I'm very, like, careful to say I love somebody. Like, I actually got in, I wouldn't say got into it, but with one of my exes, like, she was trying to, we, we was sitting there in the house, and she was like, I love you. And I was just sitting, I was paralyzed, Aww. G, like, paralyzed. And... She had nudged me like, I love you. I got a question. And I'm like, It's like you're trying to force it out of me. I don't want to lie. Damn. And it was like, Because for you, love meant something else. It meant something and I else. Think it's like, a subjective like you said, thing. I'm not, and dying I'm not for gonna you. lie to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's phases to love. And I think for you, love is like that phase of just so much a deep and it's emotional. So you, you can, got my everything. For her, it was easier for her to say it because for her, love is just more so of like, a I feeling. love being around yeah. you. I love your presence. I love who you are. So I love you. For you, it's like, no, I die for you. I die for you. And I think that's where, like you said, it being subjective, it played that big role of, oh, I'm, when I tell you I love you, that means, you got everything. Anything I got is yours. And I think mm. that oh, that's really yeah. important to me. And I'm not just going to say that to anybody for real. And so in that same token, though, I had to learn. I like what you talked about when it came down to boundaries. Y'all y'all all talked a little bit about boundaries when it comes to dating. And this goes into the, the question. So it was this girl I was dating. And we was at this place, at this event. And she was doing some stuff I didn't like. And... Ultimately, long story short, it came down to a conversation of me talking to her about it. And I told her that, like, bro, that was embarrassing. Are you embarrassing? Oh. And mm. at the time, I couldn't even, part, part of it was ego. Also, part of it was thinking about how everybody else was paying attention to me. Mm. And I think that as a creative, as a person who might be known in some areas or whatever, I, I keep in mind the people I'm around because ultimately that is a reflection in me. Yeah. So I do like being able to recognize now, like I shouldn't have said she was embarrassing. Like I could have came around and, and thought a little bit deeper and say, you know, I feel like when me and you are together, there's a certain representation that I have to uphold and being in that space 
of dating somebody, I, I need you to be mindful of the people we're around. And I get though, like her point of view at that time was more so of like, well, I'm your person, so you gotta protect me regardless. And they're like, I get it, but like not shorty. When like a fool. Yeah. Not yeah. not not when, when they wrong. And so yeah. in yeah. that I did feel bad though, calling her embarrassing because then it was yeah, like that would hurt. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a point for me no if you seeing this, I do apologize for real because calling you embarrassing that was rude. I didn't have to go that far. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like dudes don't understand. It's like how, it's it's how y'all saying how like you what say you it. Said. Okay. Okay. Like, oh my gosh, y'all! My boyfriend told me you need to dress like a girlfriend. I'm like, <gasps> what you saying? You just Dang. like now? That's crazy. <laughs> and oh my but. god! And if you follow me, Tori, you, I can come in a suit. And I can come in some shorts. I, I can I can dress. I love to dress. But he could just say, like, you know, bae, like, you can wear something different sometimes. But honestly, I didn't really take offense to it because I know he I can. Mean, he, he mean you was dressing provocatively. He mean, like, you wasn't doing enough. Oh, girl, he ain't say I wasn't doing enough. Uh. But I, I know my taste. Like, my taste has been grown since I was a kid. Like, my dad even said, like, when you have a daughter, like, beware of that. That's something I know I'm going to have to deal with. But it's just like, you know, men think something they had, like, okay, I wish she never would have wore that. Yeah. But he said, I not dress like a girlfriend. I feel like I dress like a very good girlfriend. I See, think it's I think important. It comes down to con- like conversation between y'all and really the communication, the intentional it's communication. The tone. It's yeah. so and that comes from y'all too, though. From ladies, women. No, that's right. Too. My dad can be very stern with me. I'm like, daddy. Okay, 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 okay. Let's so not do that. It is. And Let's I'm not do that. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, so us men, I would say that a lot of times we have, we are just, we get spoken to crazy and so are expected speak to. you speak to other people crazy, yeah. Where did I just say it came from? Don't nobody talk to me crazy. I ain't gonna lie. But you know, what I'm saying is, growing up as men, it's, it's, oh, it seems like. Yeah, people are dogs. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Because uh-huh. you're supposed to take it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's fair. So I'm if, just, if, right. if we're supposed to just take that, you know, being talked to crazy, and then, like I said, where it came from, yeah. a lot of the times, because if we say, I know. So a lot of people say women are emotional and women typically are more in tune with their emotions than some men. I'll say that. I think they're taught to. Right. You're taught to, you're raised to. So these are things that we have to unlearn, have to relearn all that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's good for both of us. You, if y'all are more in touch with that, maybe have that conversation because I I think that's important for us as guys. Oh yeah. But I feel like, honestly, you know how Tori just said that we're taught to be in our emotions. I feel like men are the reason why they're not really in tune with their emotions. And the reason why I say that is because we can pull up a podcast clip and here go a man. You're never supposed to talk to your wife. She never supposed to see you cry. She never supposed to do that. Okay. Why? Is that, you think that's, that's an extreme? What you I consume, Do you think that's an extreme or you think that's actually the norm? I think that um, a man wait, that says mean? that was taught that. So, so he just, he's just, it's he's about just what you re- repeating yeah. what he, told, he was taught. What he was taught. But then it's like, at some point, these be grown men. They don't be 23, 20, 24 year olds. These be grown men. At some point, you gotta, you gotta think outside of your house. But I think though, like you, being grown grown you, you also, you yeah. also yeah. experience men in the area that no, you are. No, it is yeah. something I've like, it is some men that do like, you know, I can't talk about my feelings. And after they talk to me, like. They didn't told me their whole life story. And then it's some men that just naturally like, okay, I can talk to you. Like, I think I have male friends that opened up to me and just people that I did date before. So it just depends. But I feel like men are hard on themselves. Like, y'all the reason sometimes that y'all feel like y'all can't open up. I, I won't disagree. I think that. Hold on. <laughs> I won't disagree with that. Can <laughs> say this? I think that when you get into a relationship, 
as women, we want a man to be vulnerable, so we offer that safe space. But if he's never experienced that at home with a mother or auntie or sister, it. it's hard for him to believe your safe space when nobody else ever made him believe it. It's a learned behavior. Like Cammie just said, I think sometimes being grown will have a lot to do with it. I do believe in being able to have that emotional awareness and knowledge to grow your own emotions and learn the behavior, but sometimes it's so hard for men to do that because a lot of times men grow up saying, no, boys don't cry or, you know, let... Shrug it off. Like, that's little shit. But, some, but to them, it's bigger. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And they're never taught to, like, be in tune with that. So we, they get in a relationship with a woman. And we like, you can be soft with me. You can give it all to me. You can tell like, me everything. No, and he like, Looking at you right. that shit. So, Serge, have you, do you feel like you have a hard time opening up? Uh, Probably when I was in, like, high school. But, okay. like I said, like, I grew out of that stage, like, quick. Like, I'll tell a girl quick how I feel. Like, I'll keep it a book for for Like, i I really don't find that problem for for no more. Like, okay, cool. I feel like opening up is easy. No. You say the same. It do depend on the woman. Like, it depend on. So this is. I had a conversation a few months ago. As an so artist, I don't want to be rude. I do want you to. You got a lot of conversations. Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So you got a lot of there's a vulnerability that is done. Yeah. That's easy, and then there's a vulnerability mm. that's oh, deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that vulnerability that I don't mind talking about is easy, but to know me and know me deeply, that take a little bit more work, and it's not just off of oh you can talk to me. It, <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta be around me and and get to know the ugly parts. And, and I that's, think that that's that's that makes easy. sense because I I I don't think that would be wild to say the same for y'all. It's probably something that you're easy. It's easy to share. Yes, as you being vulnerable, but it's easier for you to share that thing. But the the secret that you thought you was gonna take to the grave, come on. Oh now. no, that's we all got stuff we take yeah. to the grave. That's gonna take yeah. some that's time. That's why I'm going to the grave. And I cool. also feel like men, like it's not just like how we were raised. It's generation and generation. Like from like the 1800s, men have always had like their patriarchy. Like women just started to be able to do our own thing. Thank so you. like for us to expect men to come in here and be like, oh, I'm emotionally sensitive. Da da da. They just started to get over like. Our grandparents were like only together because women couldn't do nothing else. So it's like at this point, it's no like brain. yeah, it's like so men are having to learn a lot, and it's like it, it's not an excuse for it, but but like a lot of men aren't willing to take the effort to like be like okay, like I need to break the stereotypes, I need to break the um yeah the cycle that's been going on for generation and generation because it's really hard to do because it's not what you guys have been taught, and it's not what mm-hmm. has been instilled in us since we were like. In our genes. And we are our ancestors. I truly believe yeah. that. That's a certain type of, it's a certain type of energy that runs through men from what they went through in the past, especially black men. And it's a certain type of energy that runs through women from our ancestors. Like, I believe everything we are has already been done. So it's like, I do believe breaking that stereotype and breaking that, you know, cycle is so, it's, it is hard. So I do agree yeah. with you. And it takes a lot of work because my dad at 50 years old, I saw him had a, have a whole, like, personal development like like it was like i knew my one dad my dad he would be angry he would go all these things he would be mad for like a week and then he was really realizing his blood pressure was getting higher like he didn't want to communicate he didn't like talking about his feelings and he realized i was just like you can't go on like that like it was like what he was taught and he wanted to break the stereotype like he's like my dad never told me i loved you but he tells my brother i love him and and he's like trying to and he like is trying to take that development to like not let people get on his skin build a relationship with my mom communicate better and he did all this at That's 50 good at 50 yeah though. it's good that he got that on his everything 
everything and right. his out. Yeah. yeah. Cause like his whole life, and I would tell my mom, like, my dad is not gonna change, like da 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 da. But like when you see someone actually change, you like, okay, you just have to actually want to do it bad enough that you're yeah. like going to break <laughs> yeah, that cycle. Right. right. You wanna act, you have to actually wanna express yourself. Like yeah. I feel like some men, like y'all said, sometimes they don't know how, but it is some that just wanna be a macho man. And it's like, relax. Yeah. Wanna be Hemothy mm-hmm. so bad. Relax. <laughs> so Hemothy. <laughs> Because, I mean, it's only one of us as of right now that is in a relationship. So, would I am not would you say that when you're in a relationship, you lean toward being more healthy or lean toward being more toxic? Um, not, well, Who want to be in a toxic relationship? I can say I'm, single. I'm just saying you're the it only one that's in a relationship. A, it could be like a, uh, just is that how you've been actually acting? That's, what I'm, that's mainly what I'm asking. Oh. Do you feel like your relationships, even even though we're not, most of us are not in one, do you feel like they were at least healthy? The relationship I'm in now is very healthy. Okay. So I would say that there it leaned toward, most of the time I would say it leans toward healthy, but there might be some toxic aspects. Yeah, we all mess up That might be because I was ignorant to certain things or wasn't aware of certain things. Um, I know some people are just in straight toxic. They just like that. Yeah, they some love people the, like they it. Love it. <laughs> they love it. So, That's so what would you say? They love what would you say? What would you say, Serge? Uh, my last relationship, I stressed that girl out. Uh, <laughs> I did. That's accountability, though. Yeah, yeah, I did. It, I is. Okay, it is. It is. I most definitely put that girl through the ringer. On purpose, or do you think? Not on just... purpose for sure. It was just me Were being you aware young. Of it when you was in the middle of it, though. Not in the middle. Like as I got older, I was like, man, like I really did that, and she really like forgave me. I'm like, damn, Aww. I was tripping. So wow. yeah, uh, apologies, apologies to her for sure. Okay, um, Cami. Um, I think I I want to be healthy real bad, real bad. But sometimes I lean towards being more toxic because I just, as I said, I am very emotional. So I'll get mad and I'll be like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. And da da da, and want to break up after every little thing. And then I had to realize that's what that was my problem in my little like situationships before I got in a relationship. I would always be like, I'm done with you. And I'd be like, you know what? I was just upset. And then you only do that so many times. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can find myself definitely being more toxic than healthy. But I'm trying to just be like, okay, like breathe and think before i speak because sometimes i just speak first i had to learn that like going off what you just said like in the beginning of my relationship like when you single yeah i'm done with you yeah i'm I'm bi but you can't do that in a relationship and like you just said you got my friends had to tell me like girl you cannot keep leaving him or like you can't keep because they ain't gonna stop taking you seriously yeah you can't i couldn't keep saying like okay like we're done like you just made me mad we're um we're done so i will say that's something that i learned early on in my relationship and just like that's that was like kind of my single side still trying to like stay in me you cannot Mm. you know how people be like um we always go back and forth that's not raw like that's not okay so we've been real strong though period what would you say your answer is (laughs) <laughs> that laugh is saying a lot. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Fun. I think you're really just having fun. You learning yourself. I mean, I think I know. Does, that, does having fun got to be toxic though? But uh, no, 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 no. You don't. You um, don't. I think that I definitely have my having fun stage. Am mm-hmm. I still having fun? Yes, my life is fun. Um, I think that um, <laughs> that was nice because sometimes the negative conversation with what she just said. Yeah. Um, I think that my relationships has always leaned towards true intimacy. And, uh, but I think that in the past they lean towards attachment and I don't want to be attached to somebody. I want to be connected to somebody. I think the the attachment made it toxic because it was more so at a time when we was no longer growing each other and and learning in love and 
we was being resentful in love. It got toxic, and I and I and it was hard for me to uh, di, di, mm, to unattach myself <laughs> from that because I was attached to them. I was mm. attached to their presence, to them holding me at night, to their conversations, mm. to them knowing that okay, this attachment is not helping me grow. So now when I you know meet people and I like them, I try to move with transparency. With I want to tell you how I feel. I want to know how you feel, and I want us to be honest. So from here on out, I'm moving on love and on connection and on being healthy. In the past, have it got toxic? Yes, I was young. I didn't know nothing about myself, and I definitely didn't know nothing about love. Okay, and then Khalil, I'll say since 2022, I've been a lot more intentional. Okay, it don't necessarily mean I haven't had my toxic moments, mm -hmm. but I've definitely been a lot more intentional with healthy. But healthy hurt too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm -hmm. That's a hurt. That's a like even when like you're a, doing the right thing, it's like dang, shorty. It's I'm not even hurt. trying to be rude or nothing, but it's just like I don't want you. I can't have you right now. But I yeah. think because I mean, saying healthy hurts. I don't want to say it hurts. It do the it's truth just, hurts it just, sometimes. It kind of forces you to be better, which yeah. can be uncomfortable. It's a good healthy hurt. Healthy can be yeah, yeah, good, it's a good hurt and uncomfortable. A good hurt is crazy. Uh, but it can be a, <laughs> like like a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, okay, teacher. So but you grow in uncomfortability too, though. Exactly. And that's one thing. And I would rather grow in that than toxicity. Yeah. And exactly. sometimes that healthy, at the end of those toxic relationships, is like a light went off for me. Like, no. Oh, and I, I would rather you, like you said, when you think about somebody. Oh, ain't nobody gonna love you better than me. You know what? Maybe somebody will love you better exactly. than me. Yourself. So and I just had to go through that though. Like. <clears throat> I don't care. I'm airing my business out. My last relationship, I was very, very attached to him. Even in my single life, it was still times I would call that man. We were on the phone for hours. Like, that was my best friend, and he's in a new relationship. And she loved that man. And I had to realize that she's probably loving him better than I did at 21. And it has a lot to do with age, but also just personality differences. Like, me and him, it was just not meant for us to be together no more at that time. And I'm very happy for him. Like, I will, I don't sure. never want to say that's so much. And sure. I'm so happy for him because be like, I love Ugh. him so much that I wanted him to find the type of love that he deserved. Aww. And I hope he loved me enough that when my man come, he ain't sitting up here with a exactly. No, I want you to smile real loud and proud. Aww. Because we deserve that. Like we loved each other and it ended and it was beautiful. And it's okay that it's over. How do y'all know when it's like, okay, we've given all we could do? It's like this point where it's when like, the problems keep coming up. Like I'm not about to keep talking to you about the same thing. That's a really good question. Mm. But you just not. Worth but then them. at the same time, relationships are hard. So you know, like people's parents went through trials and tribulations. But it's like then you'd be like, well, it wasn't that bad. And then you'd be like, it, but I'm going through the same shit. But then you'd be like, because then you mess around and leave the relationship. Yeah, and then, and then, everything you deal with after that makes you. But think, you know, damn, I should have stayed with my nigga. Like you know your separation limits, is you know your sometimes limits. imperative to realizing that. Like when you go back to saying, how do you know when you did all you can do? I think when you're at that point of like. You can't get no Your more. Your peace of mind is literally being compromised to the point where you're saying mm -hmm. to yourself, if the words come out your mouth, I'm not happy. And not. you, you say that. Leave. And after you say that, it's not nothing changing. Okay. You might not be able to be happy with this person right now. Now, if you go through a separation phase and then down the line, y'all come back together, mm -hmm. better people, better to, you know, nourish the relationship and bring it back to life and grow it again, then yeah. that's different. But sometimes that separation is healthy. Yeah. I feel like your peace. If I've always said, like, um, I have a book, Never Settle Your Metal, and I always say, do not stay in anything that's um, not keeping 
keeping you happy or bringing you peace. If your peace is interrupted, like if you wake up every day mad and you got to see how you treat your family, see how you treat your friends. Mm. If you sitting up here bringing that anger that's in your relationship out into the world, you got to let it go. See, I have, okay, because I, so I do have, because this has been a great conversation. I do have one last question and that kind of touches on it as well. As far as our own peace, our own peace as who we are as people, because who we are is going to show up with our relationship with ourselves, as well as the relationship that we're going to have with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask everybody, even you, Kayla, do huh? you all feel like you are doing what is necessary for you to heal? I'm not saying you're going to be healed mm-hmm. because that's healing is an ongoing process. But do you feel like you're doing what is necessary for you to heal? Yes, I feel like I was healed from that's the reason why I was ready to date. When I met my boyfriend is because I healed from my past experiences. And I think for me, accountability is a part of healing as well as at least for women, you got to accept the apologies that you're never going to get. Like, I I don't care. I forgive everybody what they did to me and all of that. Once you and you can stand strong on that, you're not mad. No, well, I ain't going to say mad because emotions come. But you do got to take accountability. I was bored. That's the reason why I was like dating like that. And it's just um, accept the apologies for me. That helped me. Okay. Serge, you got a response to that? Or do you feel like you're doing the things that help heal you? Whether that's the gym, because you know me and you used to go to the gym. <laughs> so I'm just saying, that, like, that's for, for, for me, some people, that's it. That's something that helps me. I know I'm working on myself and I'm bettering myself. So is that something for you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like for me, I'm a real selfish guy. Like, every day is a me day. So, okay. yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, was that your answer? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, um, I think for me, like, I'm doing the things that heals me because it's like, as I said, I just got out of a relationship, like, not too long ago. And when I first got out of it, I'm, like, super sad. Like, oh, my God, my heart. Like, every day crying and stuff. So then it's like, because it's like, my ex-boyfriend was, like, one of my best friends at the same time. So it's like, I was thinking, like, damn. So not talking to him, I was, like, sadder than it's, like, if we we're just talking as, like, friends or whatever. So it's like, when you, like, so it's like, now I could heal and, like, we could, like, be in contact and, like, you know, keep talking or whatever. But it's like, we're not, like, together or anything. It was, like, still having my life. So it's like, it could help you heal because you're like, you can talk about the things that are downfall of your relationship. Because if you just have to process stuff on your own sometimes, you can process it completely different. Because I'll be like, when you said this to me, I thought you didn't love me. And he'd be like, that's not what I meant at all. Like, you know what I mean? And you could get over the, that internal stuff so you could start to be like, okay, well, either like, you know, we could work this out or like not, you know what I mean? But either way, you're going to heal from it. And like the relationship could be like a friendship or, you know, or you realize it doesn't work. But it still helps you heal. I don't think you'd be friends with somebody you was in love with. Though. I think it depends on the type of love. I think it depends on the type of question. Tori, I would like for you to answer the question. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I yesterday I was on the phone and with my friend and I said, I've never felt so found. Like, mm. this space I'm in in my life as a 24-year-old woman where I'm walking in my career, but I'm also walking in passion projects. I'm meeting people. I'm pouring into me. I'm journaling. Like, it's the little things. Like, I'm telling you, like, just having a calendar in my room, you know, the relationships I make with my students, you know, meeting new people at poetry events, just pouring into me. Like, if I don't have nobody else in my garden right now, why not water my own flowers? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when my flowers grow to abundance, 
the right person's going to see them and God's going to bring them this way like this the garden you need to be in yeah. and come yeah. spread your seeds That's and let her and, 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 and y'all can grow a garden together so it's like I feel like in the place I'm in my life right now I stand on what I want I'm not afraid to walk away from that nothing that don't serve me like I feel like I'm just in the energy of like me because I have to because nobody else here you know so it's like I'm young I'm in my 20s I'm successful it's in my you know opinion and i'm still reaching for more success but i can say that i feel like everything i've ever done led me up to this point that i'm in now and i feel like i'm healing you know so god send a man uh, <laughs> amen okay <laughs> Khalil, man. um yeah certainly i think that for me healing came down to clarity like not just peace or joy but coming down to clarity being mentally clear emotionally clear and a lot of that spending a lot of time with God, spending time with my friends, spending time with the people who feed me and spending a lot of time with myself. And because when you're in a relationship, it's not that those things aren't present, but you focused on that person a lot of the time. And that's one area of healing for me, recognizing that just because I'm in a relationship with this person don't mean there's got to be everything for yeah, real like you start neglecting yourself. yeah no yeah. Yo, i can't neglect home i can't neglect this this body for real so yeah. okay yeah. um i would also say that i am doing i mean everything necessary still learn what that is but doing some things to help myself heal absolutely uh work out consistently shout out my boy he gave me a shout out on that whatever but um i do that i've been i actually got baptized oh yeah. congratulations yeah, congratulations um, i want to get baptized yeah. when i have yeah. a child so, shout um, out to god i got <laughs> shout I got out to baptized god and um ever since then I, I feel like i've been trying to do things a lot different um it was it was very recent but even still i've been trying to make sure i'm actually more conscious of certain things i've become very mm. very conscious of things so um but at least i know i'm taking the steps so yeah yeah i definitely feel like i'm doing what is necessary but I also want to say um, thank y'all. This has been really good. I don't think any of us was for sure where this was gonna go, but I feel like we took it. I took it some places I wanted it to go. We also came back to some places that I wanted to be at, and I want to say thank y'all again for being guests. Um, Tori, thank you for being the second time guest. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yes. Right. Thank um, you. And I want to say thank you to the audience. Thank you to the watcher, the listener of this episode. I hope that you've been able to take something away. I hope that you've learned something about love, vulnerability, relationships, healing, all these different things because they are all very important parts of your life. Be very important parts of your life. And I think that we've provided some good insight today. So again, I want to say thank y'all one more time. Appreciate you for <laughs> tuning in. That has been your episode. Peace oh, out. Hold on. Oh, oh you're good. Yeah, yeah, high key. I do got y'all a couple, a couple yeah. things. Yeah. I do too. I do too. All right, yeah. Uh, happy Black History Month. Uh, Period. So, for nice. sure. Shout out to God. We made it here. We about to yeah. make it back home safe. Uh, uh, BCN Clothing. Uh, shout out yeah, to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my boy Parkdale yeah. yesterday. LGG yeah, yeah. Rose. Go download the mixtape. Son, you know, like, subscribe, <laughs> write stuff. Friend. You feel me? Though? I'm sorry. Yeah. Shout out to everybody out, gotta man. Put on. Uh, you feel me? And what else? Oh, shout out to the Q's. You know, I gotta say that. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course. Woof, woof, bark, bark. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, follow me on Instagram <laughs> at underscore splurge. Yeah, that's it. All right, bet. Um, my name is Kayla, but y'all can call me K Rose or whatever. You can follow me on Instagram at media girl, girl spelled G U R L L. 
And you can like, comment, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Back to Reality Pie. And yeah. You know what's so crazy? What? I did not know that was you. Like, this whole time we've been sitting here. I've been getting noticed all around the city. I did not know people watch my Yeah, I did not know it was you. But um, follow me on Instagram, Cammy Baby (laughs) with three Ys. K-A-M-M-I, Baby with three Ys. That's all I have to say. Period. If you love poetry and you want to hear a very enthusiastic and seductive voice mm. follow me on instagram at only one tory the one the is spelled out i'm a words person not a numbers person i'm always a, i'm also a teacher so i give a lot of teacher content you check out that episode by students. the way um mm-hmm. yeah follow me um yeah only one tory tory is spelled with a y not an i thank For you the sweet seductive voice Period. of tory hey y'all i'm khalil or just cuz if y'all like poetry, like Tori said, I don't got no sweet, seductive voice or nothing like that. Yes, you do. But um, <laughs> it's a time and place for that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, follow my my team at the Sparrows Fortune, T-H-E. I hope y'all know how to spell Sparrows Fortune. Um, <laughs> um, if you want to come and enjoy open mic and share a couple of your own words, um, follow poetry.unplugged. And we have shows all around Cleveland. And last but not least, you can follow me, just cuz, J U S T dot C dot O dot S. That's all on Instagram and all of the extra links to websites and merch and all that stuff. Tap in with me. Period. So hold on, hold on, and hold on. Oh shout out to Jariah. Oh, yeah. Because. Yeah. This this whole platform raw. I appreciate, oh, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on, hold on. Shout out to Jariah, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jariah. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm a coach now too, y'all. So period. Uh, oh, shout, shout out to my boys. You know, we got a track meet tomorrow. We about to do something big this yes, year in track season. Nephew. Yeah, I love you. yeah. Her nephew on the team too. I'm assistant coach of track team. Warren's oh, Heights. Raw. You know, feel me? And football season. Right, so I'm coach. Shout out to the football yeah, team. Right. You feel me? Okay. Know my boys. So we about look, to make some noise. Listen. All right. So ironically, I don't. I guess y'all didn't know I was gonna plug all y'all, but y'all still did plug yourselves. So I do appreciate y'all for that. <laughs> I was, you know, I was gonna plug everybody, oh, no. but thank y'all again. Um, and again, thank you to the um, the watcher and the listener of this episode. I hope that you've been taking. I hope that you've been able to take something away from this. And this has been your episode. Peace out. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.